genre. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we cover the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm your host, Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And it's just us this week, no guests, so... Uh-oh. <laughs> Today we're knocking out Minute 16, which starts out with Gazzo getting all up in Rocky's ass for not breaking Bob's thumbs, and it ends with Rocky's remorse that he didn't break uh, Gazzo's driver's thumbs. So Gazzo finishes, uh, finishes up from last week. How do you think Gazzo found out? Who's the blabbermouth? I don't know, but the funny thing is, is this just happened a few minutes ago. So how did he find out? Not only how did he find out, but how did he find out so fast? In a world where there is no cell phones. There's no cell phones. He had to probably go to a pay phone. Was there, there wasn't no beepers. No. There was no... He found out immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rocky went there, went to the docks. Then he walked, got picked up in the Cadillac, and then he drove with him, and then they got out of the, like, and, and not only was, did it just happen, but Rocky was with Gazzo for most of the time since he was with Bob, was the guy's name? Bob, yeah, yeah. So, not only does he find out, he finds out so quickly, how, <laughs> and, and from whom? I don't know, but his, when Rocky asks how he knows, uh, Gazzo says, you don't think I hear things. You hear things pretty quickly, immediately. How? I mean, I understand it's a movie, and, and it's not uh, in real time. But even in movie time, he found out awfully fast for an era when there are no cell phones. Well, he heard. And Somebody that's... had to go to a payphone at the dock and call Gazo either at home or on a phone of some sort. Maybe the um, the guys uh, next to the Cadillac that were standing by the boat. Maybe they have a, a connection to Gazo. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe they're the tattletales. He tells he tells Rocky, "When you don't do it, I tell you, you make me look bad." He goes, "You know, he's big on his rep- reputation." He's a lone shark. You have to be. Gazo has a very valid point here. You're Rocky. First of all, your boss tells you to do something. You do it. He's paying you to do it. But secondly, now you have a... Gazo has a problem now because if people are going to borrow money and they're not going to pay it back because they're going to be like, oh, what's he going to do? Get Rocky to come after me? The guy, you know, he's not even going to do anything. He doesn't hit me. He doesn't break my thumb. He doesn't do anything to me. So why would they be afraid? You know, Gazo's whole livelihood depends on people being afraid of him and if Rocky's your guy and nobody's afraid of him then uh what good is he Rocky does some uh deductive reasoning here because he says he figures that if he breaks Bob's thumbs he'll get laid off and he can't make any more money and uh Gazzo isn't having that he thinks he says you know these guys think we're running a charity they're getting they're getting off light let me do the figuring Yeah, yeah yeah um in the script that I read it was actually Bob the original script Bob says to Rocky when he's threatening him like you know, he was going to break his thumb, and he goes, don't break my thumb, I won't be able to work. So it was actually Bob who put the idea in Rocky's head originally. But when they made the movie, I guess they thought it would be better if Rocky thought of this by himself, make him look a little smarter. It's a valid point. I, I, I don't... I don't know what Bob does. The only thing we saw him driving was that little cart around. I think you could probably do that with a broken thumb. <laughs> right. I don't know if he's doing any heavy lifting. Right. I'm sure he can, his uh, career would continue. Well, there's a, uh, a real-world thing that happens in this minute. Joe Spinell, who plays uh, Gazzo, uh, actually has an asthma attack on screen. But it's it's so quick that you might think it's written into the script because, you know, he pulls out his inhaler and takes a puff in, in the middle of uh, dressing down Rocky. He, he does like... Uh, it was after he says, uh, when you don't do what I tell you, you make me look bad. And um, Rocky starts going into his figuring about Bob not not being able to make money. He does like Gazzo, or uh, Joe Spinell does like a quick, like a sniff. And then it looks like a laborious exhale. If you're not looking for it, if you're not studying this movie minute by minute, you might, you know, you're not going to see it. I don't know if, if that's, I don't have asthma. 
I don't know if that's <laughs> nor, like, nor do I. If that's a telltale sign, but takes out his inhaler, takes a puff, and Rocky uh, Stallone never breaks. He con- continues on with his line. You know, like I said, you might think it's uh, it's written into the script. And, and, and you read that the director was he didn't take it out because he liked the authenticity of it. Um, but if you didn't know that and you were just watching the movie, you might like if we <laughs> didn't have this knowledge, we might be analyzing the asthma inhaler and be something like, were they trying to show like Gazo has a vulnerability or a weakness of some sort and probably overanalyze we could probably spend a uh, you know a good 15 minutes talking about this asthma attack and it turns <laughs> out it was just an actual asthma attack but I, it, it did bring some authenticity to the scene you know it's whatever i like it do you the guy has an asthma attack and you we en- enjoying it you know there's um, entertainment value there was a uh, a rumor that i read that joe spinell actually died of an asthma attack um, but i don't know if that's um no i've discussed this before where i read that he, he fell in the shower he fell in the shower cut his head open and bled to death on his couch Either way, that's that's awful. Both of, both of them are awful ways to go. <laughs> Terrible ways to die. I wonder if he had a full-on asthma attack and didn't have his inhaler and died on during the filming if they would have just left that in the movie <laughs> as well. <laughs> I wonder if Stallone would have broke character then. And a- Avildsen would be like, I like the authenticity of guys on dying in the... Uh... I, you know, also, though, the other the other uh, little tidbit I read was that uh, Gaza was actually named after Spinelli's uncle. His un- he had an uncle named Tony Gazzo, and that's where they got the, the name Gazzo from. Oh, look at that. But yeah, so then, you know, the little tidbits about Spinell. I think we discussed, talked a lot about him, though, in the, in the character uh, credits. Yeah, yeah. But but this, the, the thing about this scene was that it, um, you could really tell that Gazzo actually likes Rocky. He's not just an employee. Like, he has some kind of fondness for him, because although he's, like, chewing him out and, and, you know, he's basically yelling at him, you would think if this was anybody else, it would be a lot worse. You know, he's just kind of talking to him. He's not yelling at him. He's just, you know, and he's, he's kind of pleading with him. He's not just saying, like, I would think a loan shark would be like, listen, you do what I tell you to do next time. You don't, you don't, you don't, when I tell you to do something, you do it. You understand? He's kind of explaining it to him. Like, hey, listen, Rock, if you don't do what I tell you to do, it makes me look bad and, and our whole business can go down and... It shows that he likes him. He has a fondness for him. And actually, in the script, I read that Gazzo originally, in the script, when he goes back to the car and he gets in the car, it's him and the bodyguard in the car, and he says to the bodyguard something like, he's a good, he's kid. A good kid. Yeah, I read rock. that. So you can tell that he likes him. You know, he's taking care of him. He pays him. You know, he gives him, uh, well, in the future, he gives him a little extra money. We'll get to that yeah. in a minute when we get there. But So you tell he likes him. He's not, Rocky's not just his leg breaker. He actually has, you know, he likes the guy. Much like Rocky's relationship with Mickey, that's kind of like we'll cover yeah. when we get there. But um, it's like a father-son kind of kind of back and forth that we get here. Gazzo is trying to explain it, trying to make Rocky understand, like a father would to a to a child. And and actually, it, it looks like a father talking to his child. Like Rocky keeps looking away, like he's not yeah. paying attention. Yep. And Gazzo keeps like like he hits him a couple times. Like Rocky, like you know, yeah. you listen to me. Are you paying attention? And it's it's exactly like a father talking to their child. Yeah, Rocky does look like a kid getting yelled at. He's fidgety. He's like pouting. He's yeah. like sulking. <laughs> right. Uh, not making eye contact. He's playing with his with the pencil he has in his hand. Yeah, and, and Gazzo has to has to bring him back because a couple times because he's not paying attention. So he asks him like, "You understand what I'm saying?" Kind of slaps him on the chest. But it, it to get was his attention. I, I did read that originally Gazzo was supposed to be Rocky's older brother when they were writing when Rocky was writing the movie. Gazzo was supposed to be his older brother. So he kind of plays yeah, that comes role, through, like yeah. an older, older brother role. Yeah, he's definitely kind of yelling at, not yelling, scolding Rocky like I do to my kids. Um, Not quite. I've seen you scold your kids. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit different. There's, <laughs> there's a lot more um, anger and cussing and it's a little bit different. Oh, man. But it's, uh, you know, it definitely has that big brother, father type of a... Uh, 
of a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Rocky finally conveys that he understands what Gazzo's saying, and he walks away. Gazzo walks away, and uh, <laughs> and Rocky just like a feather in the cap, like shows where where his um, concentration is. He yells to to Gazzo, "How do you spell Del Rio?" He's still on this Del Rio thing, and uh, Gazzo tells him to look it up in the dictionary. I had I was watching something. We keep alluding to this, but later on, there's the hat scene with Adrian in the end after the big fight where she comes in the ring and Rocky asks her where's her hat and Sylvester Stallone said that that brought out like the the word I'm looking for like a an innocence in Rocky like with all the you know that he's he's kind of oblivious to what's going on around him like all the activity all the people the crowds everybody's going nuts and Adrian gets in the ring and his only concern like he notices right away like oh where's your hat like a mm-hmm. simple kind of guy and this plays into that also like you're getting yelled at by your boss you know, he's right, he's talking to you, and then he's done, and he's kind of almost, like, moved on already, oblivious to what just happened, and he's kind of like, oh, you know, asking again, like, how, like he's still stuck on the how do you spell Del Rio thing. So. Yeah, I wonder if that's what he was thinking about when Gaz was yelling at him. <laughs> like, he's like, I wish this guy would stop yelling at me so I could find out how to spell Del Rio. <laughs> Do you, think, do you think Rocky has a dictionary at home? <laughs> or, or a library card of any sort where he can get one? No, no, I don't. Well, I looked up Del Rio in the dictionary. Did you? Or dictionary.com. Who has a dictionary anymore? Um, this isn't Rocky for having one. I don't have one either. Del Rio in, on dictionary.com is a city in South Texas on the Rio Grande. <laughs> Isn't there a population in there? 35,000 or something? <laughs> That's all it said. Well, it would help you spell it. Um, so after after Gazza walks away, you know, Rocky, he kind of gets a little a little remorseful, I guess. Well, he knows he's wrong. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he shouts, or not shouts, but he says, I won't let that happen no more about the thumb. You know, like, he again, like a child in trouble, you know, trying to make amends. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a sweet moment, sweet Rocky moment. Like, you know, I felt bad for him. Because he, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. He doesn't want his boss to meet, or boss, you know, Gazzo's obviously takes care of him, and, uh. He doesn't want to be mad at him. Just like, I could see, you know, the child doing that after you yell at them. Mm-hmm. You know, you've scolded them on something and then it's over and they're walking away and they're like, sorry about that, Dad. When you've kind of like, you as a parent or lone shark boss, um, you've <laughs> you've said what you had to say. You got your point across. You've moved on. You know, how do you spell Del Rio? And then he, like, he's getting in the car and he's going like, I feel bad about it. And you throw in a, you know, I'm sorry I didn't clean up the living room, Dad. I'm sorry about that. So, yeah, I could see that. Rocky felt bad. He should have broken the thumb. I think we'll all agree. He <laughs> should, should have broken the thumb. Him. He should have done what he was told to do. You think that would have changed the uh, audience's view on Rocky? Yes, absolutely, 100%. I think we discussed that last time, right? You don't... This is a guy, like... I just read something the other day that Rocky was on some list of famous uh, movie heroes. Rocky was, like, number eight of, like, famous heroes. So this is a guy, obviously, an underdog. You want to root for him. You want to cheer for him. He becomes a, you know, a heroic figure in the world. And I and I think if he was out working for Lone Shark without any compassion and breaking legs, breaking thumbs, <laughs> punching people in the face, that you, you, it would take away from that a little bit. But it also, it, you know, it shows the character Rocky, you know, we discussed his last time, has some compassion. He's, you know, he's supposed to be a tough guy. He's a fighter. He's a boxer. He's a whatever. But he still has some compassion. He didn't want to break the guy's thumbs. I think the uh, Gazel's bodyguard would have broke Bob's arm. But wait, I have one more thing. You know when he's, when Rocky's walking away from Bob and Bob yells out, I'll wrap it up and like pretend like we'll tell Gazel you broke it or whatever? You think if they did that and Gazel found out that that would have made it worse? This one's bad enough like, you know, hey, you didn't do what I told you to don't break your thumbs. But if he did that, wouldn't it be like, you, you lied to me? You tried to... Uh, Cover you know, it up. Cover it up. They always see, say the cover up is worse than the crime. Yeah. Now I, I'm thinking about if Evan, my son, who's seven years old, were to do something wrong, that would make me mad. You know, he would get 
get yelled at, get um, you know punished or whatever. But if he did something wrong and then tried to cover it up, that would that would that would up the the stakes a little bit. So like if he if he didn't clean up his toys in his room, you said clean up your toys. You told him, Evan go clean up your toys, and you go upstairs, and the toys aren't cleaned up, and you're like Evan, I you know I told you to clean up the toys, and 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 you talked to him and you said you know listen you got to do what we don't run a soup kitchen we don't run a charity here, <laughs> uh, this is a house you have to clean up and do what I say and let me do the figure in and clean up your toys and Evan's like all right all right. And then you walk away, and he's like, you know, about the toys. I, I should have cleaned up the toys. You'd be like, all right, no right, problem, yeah. buddy. Like you got through to him. Next time. Yeah. But let's say he doesn't clean up the toys, and as you're going upstairs to check, he sets his room on fire and burns <laughs> the house down. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> which, for those of you that don't, that don't know Evan, <laughs> I would... <laughs> It wouldn't not, blow me away. I wouldn't be completely not shocked. The, the realm of possibility. So, so you would be more angry with him for trying to cover up the fact that he didn't clean up the toys by burning the house down, right? Yes. Okay. The cover up would anger me more. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. So I agree. All right. So. Oh, so so uh, Gazel's bodyguard, you know, just, just to get another little dig at Rocky, he says, so long, meat bag. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you said in the, in the script, um, this conversation doesn't happen between the bodyguard and Rocky. It happens between Gazzo and the bodyguard in the car when they're driving away, mm-hmm. where Gazzo tells the bodyguard he's um, he's a good kid, mm-hmm. and the bodyguard just says he's a meatbag. But instead, he shouts it out the window to Rocky. Well, he's got to get that last dig in there. Obviously, as we discussed in the last minute or two minutes ago, that there's some kind of, you know, these two don't like each other. No. You know, and it could be like a jealousy, like the body, maybe, you know, the bodyguard who drives Gazo around should probably be the closest person to him. And uh, it clearly, I think, Gazo likes Rocky more. Yeah, this this guy's probably like a, a high-level member of Gazo's organization. And is it an organization? I... Or his business? You want to call it a business? <laughs> it seems to be only three people in it. <laughs> well, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't, right? True. I shouldn't speculate. So, I mean, you know, Gazo's driver is probably a higher level, and Rocky is just like a street guy. But you can also see when... Um, when he yells, you know, was it later meatbag or so long meatbag? So meat the Gazo in the front seat gives a little motion to like, kind of like this, like waves his arm. I thought he kind of wrapped him in the shoulder, um, like slapped him a little bit. I thought he was doing like, well, oh, well, well, let's let's check it out. Really? I think I thought he was doing just kind of wave like, just go, like just drive the car, like leave Rocky alone. We'll see right here. Oh no, he does. He grabs him by the shoulder and then does the arm. Yeah, yeah. So he's he rolls on the window, you know, calls him meatbag. Gazo like grabs his shoulder, like pulls him away, then waves his arm, like just go, just like, drive the car, yeah, like, leave yeah. Rocky alone. Like, tell him enough, right? Enough. So you know, he probably doesn't. The bodyguard probably takes that to uh, doesn't enjoy that, takes that to heart. Like you know, hey, he didn't do what you told him to. Like if if the bodyguard was running the organization, he probably would have punishment would have been stiffer. Yeah, because he's an asshole. He really is. But Rocky yells at him, "I should have broke your thumbs." As the car drives away, and the guy who plays the bodyguard, I looked up. Trying to find some information on him, Joe Sorbello. Really, nothing there. He's got like three acting credits. Yeah. So he shouldn't be, you know, criticizing Rocky. Just drive the car <laughs> with your three acting credits. <laughs> so after after Rocky yells that uh, he should have broke his thumbs. Great, uh, great comeback, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That he took a book out of uh, Evan's book of comebacks. He's. <laughs> I always sure tell him. Evan is a guest on this <laughs> on this episode. I always tell him we need to work on his trash talk. But Rocky gets mad, though, when he goes, the should have broke your thumbs. And this shows the, you know, one of the things about Rocky we've seen <laughs> is, the, is the, the ups and downs of Rocky. Like, he goes from being, like, angry to sulking to, I have a, a I good, good image on the screen of where Rocky. You, yeah, where you pause a minute. It's, uh... But, yeah, so Rocky got mad and threw back, you know, he, get, he, has, he gets fired up for a second, you know? But he and, comes down real quick. And that's the thing about Rocky, you know, he, um... 
you know, when he's when Gosser's yelling at him, he's just kind of sitting there, like, whatever. And then he gets mad, and you see a little bit of fire in him, and maybe uh, maybe that's the future we see of Rocky, where, you know, the problem with Rocky is he can't get fired up at the right times. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of mm-hmm. heart, but... You have to have a good mixture of heart and... Same thing in the uh, fight with fire. Spider Rico. He's just kind of hugging him, lollygagging around, whatever, and then when Spider Rico does the headbutt, Rocky gets mad and turns into a different person. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. We'll, see, we'll see if he learns to harness yeah. that. You know? I hope he does, man. I hope he does. So he, uh, Rocky turns and starts walking away. We hear the uh, the beginning of sad piano reprise of the theme song. In the uh, commentary, Stallone says it, the way uh, Conti wrote that. It's kind of bringing, um, bringing Rocky back from, you know, the anger of I should have broke your thumbs back to him being alone, his isolation, walking down the street. Oh, he walked down the street yet. That's not in this minute. Oh, spoiler alerts. Rocky walks down the street. If you want to know how he walks down the street and, and tune back in, I guess, or you'll never know. I mean that's the end of the minute, and that's all I have. That's it. That's a not a lot going on in this minute. Just uh, we really, really, really start to see a relationship between Rocky and Gaza. Start to understand the, the whole beginning of this movie so far. We're kind of just seeing how Rocky interacts with the people in his life. You know, he we saw a little bit of Adrian at the pet stop. If it wasn't for that C blocker in there, Gloria. <laughs> we see a little bit of him with Gazo, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in, in a couple minutes we're going to see the beginning of his relationship with Mickey. So I, I like how the beginning of the movie, they're just kind of like giving you a little taste of, of, of his relationship with the important people in his life, and it's going to start to you know, develop this character a little bit more. Good character development in this movie. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, but it's interesting how you can cram so much into just a two-hour movie. This isn't as much a movie about fighting as it is about Rocky's character. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> right off the top of the old head. All right. Save it. Don't use all it all up. We're done with this minute. Don't, uh... All right. Well, join us tomorrow on the next Rocky Minute. <laughs>